This is Tate Talks on iHub Radio, a fresh perspective on how to live your best life. Combining biological sciences, mind-body medicine, nutrition, and exercise. This is the place to get the big picture on health and wellness. Live from the iHub Radio studios in Palm Springs, California, here's functional medicine certified health coach and award-winning wellness expert, Jason Tate. Welcome to Tate Talks. This is Jason Tate, show number six, live in Palm Springs, California, where it is sunny and windy today. Almost blew off the road on the drive here. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of wild. So, so excited. I have an amazing show lined up for you today and a truly remarkable individual as a guest. And so I'll be doing some introductions here in just a moment. First, I'd like to tell you, uh, if you have any questions you want to call in or you want to send us an email or a text message, you can call live at the studio, 760-544-TALK, which is 8255. You can email. It's okay. You're on. All right. Here we go. Hi there. We got this. (laughs) We're here. Yes, we are. This is Jason Tate, and you're listening to Tate Talks. It is is Sunday, (laughs) February 9th. And uh, there was a rerun. I'm I'm standing right here. We're ha- we're ready to have a great show. <laughs> and we we actually last week, as you know, you were last out week, uh, yeah. because you were at a conference. And yes, the logs were changed. And I don't know why they didn't save this change to put back in the deal for the live show. So my apologies for that, Jason. <laughs> it's okay, we'll fix it now. It's okay. <laughs> hey, never a dull moment. There are worse things that can happen there for are. sure. There are definitely. We love you, John, we love yes, you, John. we're good. And I actually want to start the show. I was going to start the show with a huge amount of gratitude for station manager, John, and everyone here at iHub Radio to allow me to be at the conference that I was at last week, which I'll be talking about during my show. Some incredible, incredible information uh, about functional medicine, about healing and health and recipes. The six days that I spent in this health conference last week gave me enough material to do the show probably for a year. Wow. Okay. So it was definitely incredibly beneficial for me to be at this conference. So much thanks to John, station manager here, <laughs> and iHub Radio for doing a rerun last week so I could be uh, at this conference that I'm going to tell you about. So thank you. My gratitude goes out to John and the station here. That being said, uh, let's get started. You ready to have some fun, Alex? Always with you. Always, always, always. <laughs> Learning, fun experience. Every time, every time. Tate Talks is here. It exists actually to just kind of bring some hope back to everyone that your health is within your control and wherever you are, that's where you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. That's your starting point. Um, and the great thing about health and healing and wellness is that you can start anywhere you are at any point in time and move forward and progress However, big or small, Mm -hmm. it's still progress, which is an important part. So whether you're making a dietary change and it's a small dietary change, that will help progress. And, you know, think of it as a line on a graph. And if you make a little tiny 1% change in the angle of that line, Mm -hmm. you won't see the benefits immediately, but you will see the benefits years later down the road. And it's an important thing to think about. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're in this era, we're in this time now where we want this instant gratification. Like, I'm going to the gym, I'm working out, and I'm not seeing anything happening yet. 
And well, I went once. <laughs> yeah, I went once. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and I remember hearing, you know, one of the motivational speakers that I listened to talking about, I don't know when it happens, but it happens. There's a certain point mm-hmm. where you're going to the gym, you're doing your routine, you've got these habits and you're working out and you're not you're not going to see yourself being changing and being in shape after one workout or 10 workouts or 20 or 30 or I don't know I don't know what the number is I think but there's a different. number where you reach that and you keep this consistent and you keep this habit going that you're going to start seeing these changes mm-hmm. and that is that momentum it's a great uh, forward momentum you know seeing that change and then moving forward from there so yeah, I, I think it's different for everybody. Um, you know, even when it comes to just diets, right. not even exercise. Right. There, there is a point, and and I, I promise you, there is because I felt that this past year, there is a point when you realize this is working. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, and you confessed uh, in our last show together, mm-hmm. which was two weeks ago, mm-hmm. that you dropped some weight yep. since we started the show together. Twenty pounds. Yeah, which is great. That's that's all. Yeah, it feels good. It feels amazing. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it it the benefits go beyond my clothes fitting better. Yeah, it's getting the the arthritis under control and yeah. and you know just everything. Every yeah. it, there's there's a whole chain of effect. And I want to make a very strong point uh, about weight loss. So losing weight doesn't mean healthy. Let me just put that mm-hmm. out there. Yeah. Um, and so there are definitely people. Uh, that can stand to lose some weight and it would be great for them. Mm-hmm. Um, it would help them, you know, lower their blood sugar levels. You maybe even get off some medications, um, help them with their joints and help them with just mobility. Mm-hmm. Losing weight is great for some people. Uh, for others, it's, you know, it's really just not about weight loss. It's about being healthy. That's yeah. the important it's thing. A lifestyle, and so lifestyle change. What does that mean for you? How do you define that? What does being healthy mean for you? So, Tate Talks is here. We are here to inform, to inspire, to bring awareness around health and wellness. Uh, I've done a couple of talks recently since the last show. And, you know, here in the community, I did a talk in Palm Springs last week called The Psychology of Food Choice. Of food choice. I can say choice. The <laughs> psychology, psychology of Food Choice and the Science of Food Addiction which is just, it's such a fascinating topic because we get into these habits and we're eating, you know, in a certain lifestyle and a certain habit and we don't realize we're doing it. It's just this mindless, just Mm -hmm. nom nom. So it was a great talk. It was here at the Palm Springs Library put on by the certified farmer's markets here in the desert. And I always do a talk every year for them and they chose this topic. And, and I was impressed. The whole room filled up. There were 50 people there on a mm. Wednesday night. Actually, it was Thursday night. Mm. And just all age ranges. Um, there was a couple of kids there and then people up into their 70s and 80s. And I just thought it was a great uh, way to kind of talk about something kind of, we're still in the new year, right? Mm -hmm. Aren't we? It was still January at the time. (laughs) 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 We're in February. (laughs) (laughs) So it was, uh, and and I'm going to talk about the information that I shared in that talk at next week's show. I'm not going to talk about during this show, but I'm just going to tease you a little bit and say, I'll be talking about psychology of food choice and the science of food addiction in next week's show. It's going to be, it's going to be great. Make sure you're here for that. So for this week's show, 
I have a great show lined up. First hour, Alex and I, Alex, my producer. Hello. 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 <laughs> Myself, Jason Tate. I am a high school teacher by day. Uh, my weekday job, I teach grades 9 through 12, 9, 10, 11, 12, ages mm. 14 to 18. And I teach nutrition and I teach medical-based nutrition therapy, how to reverse um, diseases with diet. I have a pre-med program that I teach in and I teach young uh, students who wish to become doctors and nurses and, um, you know, even skincare and anything to do with healing and health in the body. Um, you know, future sports medicine, exercise physiologists. So students who have an interest and a passion in helping others and giving back to communities. And so I have an, a, a holistic and integrative health academy where I teach nutrition and mindfulness and movement. And I teach yoga and Tai Chi and Qigong and meditation and breathing techniques and stress management. And it just, it's just a wonderful occupation. I, I love what I do and I love working with these kids. And I received an email actually from a graduate of my program this past week. And she's mm. in her first year at UCLA. She graduated valedictorian last year uh, from our high school with like a 5.5 something wow. outrageous. Yeah. And she is the youngest of three sisters who all graduated as valedictorians from the high school that I teach at. And they were all in my classes. It's a lot of pressure. A lot of pressure. A lot of pressure. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Truly um, an amazing and remarkable family and much respect for them. They work hard. All hmm. um, immigrants, you know, English as a second language, worked hard all the way through school to get to the point to where they are. And so here's this highly academic individual, first year in college, and she said that she's definitely been struggling, you know, especially through midterms. And she mm. sent me an email to thank me for teaching her about meditation and about yoga and about breathing techniques to get her through these challenging times academically and socially. So it felt really good. Not, not very often, you know, we get thanked for, for what we do. So I was genuinely grateful for that. Good tools, good tools to have. And, and, a lot of kids enter university without having these tools and they struggle. It's and, true. And, yeah. and a lot of times they give up. And so if you can arm these kids with these tools, they'd be the better for it. Right. Yeah. So, so yes, that was great. That was a great yeah, email. Uh, so last weekend I was here in the desert actually at a conference and I have to, again, send out some gratitude and some props to my friends over at the Institute for Functional Medicine, which is found at ifm.org, ifm.org. Functional medicine is, as described by uh, some of the others in functional medicine, uh, notably Dr. Mark Hyman, who's a multi-bestselling uh, author, New York Times bestselling author, and then the founder of Functional Medicine, Institute for Functional Medicine, the co-founder, Dr. Jeffrey Bland, says it's the opposite of dysfunctional medicine. <laughs> and not that, that there is a functional and there's a dysfunctional. It's not two sides of a fence. Functional medicine, it really is, it's a tool. And it's a, it's a new lens with which to kind of look at the healing process. Mm -hmm. And I just, for six days, uh, four of the six days were 10-hour days. 
and I was learning from some of the top doctors in the world in a room full of doctors, mm. just jamming through over a hundred slides an hour and for 10 hours. And two of the days, two of the six days were kind of a half day. We ended around one and it was still just high pace, high learning, truly a remarkable, high vibrant energy environment. And I was on the edge of my seat loving every second of it. So I sent an email to the director of medical education over there, Dr. Robert Luby. He's a fantastic individual. And I just, I'm so thrilled and grateful to have had that opportunity to learn and be in that environment and and be with all these doctors and learn from some of the top doctors in functional medicine. Um, I woke up Wednesday morning to go (laughs) teach and work with my students, which I, I genuinely missed them. But when I woke up, I was thinking, oh, because for the first time in six days, I wasn't going to be going to this conference and sitting there and learning this great stuff. So I'm, I'm excited to share pieces of what I've learned with you on today's show, including a recipe. Uh, in the second hour, I have a guest calling in, and she's also involved with functional medicine. I have a great show lined up for you today. I'm so excited. So... Stay with us. When we come back, I'm going to be talking about something called the cardiometabolic diet, a great diet to help you overcome cardiovascular disease, which is, as we know, the world's number one killer. Stay with us. Health and wellness conversation from A to Z. This is Tate Talks on iHub Radio with Jason Tate. Jason Tate here live in the studios, Palm Springs, California, on a beautiful day here in Palm Springs. Gorgeous. I had fun this morning. I, I did a, what we call the breakfast run. Some car friends of mine, we leave from the valley down here and we drive up Highway 74 and have breakfast together and a bunch of fun cars, uh, you know, from Porsches and Lamborghinis and Vipers and Corvettes and it's just fun. So shout out to them. I talked to uh, some friends. I made a couple new friends up there, um, Dick and Julie. So if you're listening, big shout out. Hello. Nice to meet (laughs) you this morning. (laughs) Uh, I'm actually going to, let me, let me first, if you have questions, if you want to reach us and and how you follow us here as well. So you can call the station. We're at 760-544-TALK, which is 8255. You can text the station, 760-699-0202. And you can email the station here, studio at ihubradio.com. Follow us on tatetalks.radio. That's Instagram, tatetalks.radio. And then, of course, the recorded shows are on iTunes and Spotify, but you can go to a website that has all of the recorded shows, tate-talks.captivate.fm. All right, here we go. So each week I talk about a thought to digest. And here's a thought to digest. And, and, and I love sharing these with Alex because she, you know, she gets up in her head and she thinks about it. And I, <laughs> and I want you to do this as well. So let this one sink in. I like this one. 
Uh, this one really just kind of is a is kind of a soul stirring thought to digest. So here we go, and it's a short one. I didn't come this far to only come this far. Ooh, she likes it. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Think I about love that. It, love it. I didn't come this far to only come this far. Hmm. Right? When you reach a mountain peak, great. Find a bigger one. I didn't come this far to only come this far. Or go to a different one. Yeah. Go to a different good, one. Good. Yeah, there's Don't different go, challenges. It doesn't have to be yeah. higher, just a different. Yep. Keep challenging yourself. Yeah. Right? And, and that challenge, if it, and there's another saying that kind of goes along this. If it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you. Mm-hmm. Really important to be able to change and grow. And so having a purpose, you know, purpose is the meaning of life, mm-hmm. right? And so what's yours? And that's really an important question. What is my purpose? Funny, I was just having that, that conversation do. this morning Were on you? my drive to the radio Ooh. station. <laughs> so funny. That's a pretty deep conversation oh, for a yeah. Sunday morning. I know, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> but that's yeah, good. Funny. You know, it, it's yeah. good to revisit your purpose. Mm-hmm. It's good to revisit these thoughts because you have to. We get a lost while. a little bit. Yeah, you, know? you get complacent. You we get, get into a habit. Yeah, yeah, it's true. So, How funny. So revisit your purpose and you know, align yourself. And uh, it was Steve Jobs who had said, you know, I, I just kind of evaluate my life and look. And if, you know, every morning I ask myself if what is what I'm going to do today within my purpose. And if there's too many days in a row where it's not that, then I need to take a, a hard look at my life mm-hmm. and make some changes. It's just like that one saying you say about food, does it what is that one saying you have? Does it move me forward or? Oh, forward foods and forward backward fo- foods. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Forward, your life is your, fo- your life going forward or is it going backwards? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, hmm. I want to say uh, hi to my friend, my sister, <laughs> who's out there driving and listening. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> I heard, um, you know, there's a lot of us. I, I had overcome a cold from the, from the holidays and my sister, my friend, uh, who's... <laughs> driving and listening to the show this is for you <laughs> i heard um you had eaten some backward foods mm-hmm. you know and, and then felt the effect of it and i just you know i care about you and i want you to you know treat your body and th- and think about these forward foods and so if your body is in an immune compromised state really the best foods that you can eat are foods from nature Mm-hmm. If they come out of the ground, if they come off of a tree or whatever, eat them. If they come from a factory or a box, stay away from it. And the second half of this functional medicine conference that I was at was immunology. Mm. And it just was mind-boggling, the information. I I learned so much in those six days. I feel like I catapulted myself to another level. We need to share. Yeah. So that's what we're here doing. Yeah. We need, we need to. <laughs> Don't keep it to yourself. <laughs> so forward foods, especially, especially, especially if you are battling something. A lot of people are battling right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, a lot of people are in an immune compromised state and they're overcoming colds and flus and things like that. Eating foods that come from nature and, and we all know, we know better, you know, but when you're feeling down, when you're feeling bad, you're like, ugh, I just want something that tastes good. And, and it can, these good foods can taste good, mm-hmm. but we go to these comfort foods. And so nachos. eating breads and nachos, nachos. right? Yeah. 
uh, eating things that have gluten in them, which mm. is a wheat, uh, mm. rye, and barley product, it's, it stimulates an immune response mm. in the body, an inflammation. And that's the last thing you want is more inflammation when you're already trying to fight off so disease. So you can have a, a rebound. You can, yeah. So mm. that was a backward food. It was, but yeah. it was yummy. <laughs> <laughs> but it was bad. But it was backward. It was, it yeah. was bad. And, 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 and there are times where it's okay yeah. to jump into a little bit of a backward food. But if you're fighting off a cold... It's not the best time. And it was such an instant. So Really? Yeah, it was, was instant. It? Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. There you go. You Got to listen to your body. Yeah. You really have to listen to your body. It's way more wise than we are. Speaking of which, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be talking about cardiometabolic and core food plans, core diet plans, mindfulness, and empty your cup. Stay with us. If it's good for your mind and body, it's part of the discussion on Tate Talks. From iHub Radio, here's Jason Tate. Jason Tate, live in the studios here at Palm Springs, California. Thank you so much for being here, spending your Sunday. Every Sunday from noon to two, we're here talking wellness. A lot of movement, nutrition, mindfulness, really just kind of the whole picture. uh, And just trying to help you make the rest of your life the best of your life. That's our goal here. So speaking of which, I'm talking about functional medicine. My guest later in the show today will be coming from a perspective where she helped to co-found the Functional Medicine Coaching Academy, where I graduated from uh, July 2017 as a functional medicine certified health coach. And she has a tremendous and a remarkable story. I can't wait to have her on the air and for you to hear her story. You have to be here for that. Speaking of which, functional medicine, coming back to this topic, one of the best descriptions, so we all kind of uh, are familiar with what an iceberg is, Mm -hmm. yes? Yes. And what you see above the surface of with an iceberg is only about anywhere from 20 to as little as 5% of what's beneath the surface of the Mm -hmm. iceberg. So functional medicine is addressing what's underneath the surface, whereas Western medicine looks at the symptoms or the effect, which is on top, Mm -hmm. you know, what's above the water level. Functional medicine looks at the causes and what they call the root cause of disease. So if you come and you, you're in, you know, with your doctor and they diagnose you with, for example, you know, a very popular one to just kind of easy to hang the hat on is type 2 diabetes. Mm-hmm. And this diagnosis is you know, becoming more and more prevalent. And let's say you're 55 years old or 50 years old and you're saying, your doctor says, okay, you have type 2 diabetes. I'm going to put you on these medications to help regulate your blood sugars. And we need to get you on insulin because this and this and metformin. And and this is what's going to have to happen. And we need to do regular blood screening to make sure that you have, you're not getting peripheral neuropathy, which means that you're losing sensation in your extremities, your toes, your feet because that can lead to other complications. Got to try to help you to lose weight, which is with the metformin. They're looking at the surface level. They look at the symptoms. Right, yeah. Yeah. And they're treating the symptoms, which, you know, 
I have to hand it to as far as that's acute care treatment. Mm-hmm. That is, and if you're in need of acute care, you're in one of the best countries in the world here in America, because if you're in a horrific car accident, uh, they can do things to, to help you and to save your life and to fix right. you. You know, emergency room is acute care as it is. That's the best place to see acute care. And we're in the one of the best countries in the world. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to the management, prevention and reversal of and chronic diseases, yeah. you know, which are diseases caused by diet and lifestyle, we're actually ranked last among the top 11 um, nations in the world that are the you know industrialized nations mm-hmm. we're last when it comes to that and it, a lot of it comes from the education of uh, doctors mm-hmm. and they're just not taught you know and i have a lot of doctors that are friends i have uh, medical residents that i work with and are friends of mine and they talk about yeah you know we spent a couple hours <laughs> in, in medical school two hours learning about nutrition which was just the macronutrients and that so to look at functional medicine and to look at root cause, somebody comes in 50 years old, we start looking, we start asking questions about the health of their parents before they were born. Mm-hmm. So what we call ATMs, which are antecedents, triggers, and mediators. So the things that have occurred, and so with functional medicine, we look at a timeline of mm-hmm. a person's life from before they were born to the type of pregnancy that the mother had, the type of birth, because if you're born cesarean section versus traditional vaginal birth, there's a big difference there Mm -hmm. as far as your health and health outcomes for the rest of your life. If you took a ton of antibiotics growing up as a kid because you have multiple ear infections or this and that, if you had weight issues, if you had eating issues, if you were exposed to certain things like looking at the entire lifetime of an individual because it takes a lifetime it takes 50 years to be 50 years old <laughs> <laughs> like that alex <laughs> you're so good at math <laughs> <laughs> i'm a mathematician it takes 50 years to be 50 years old and on top of that you didn't just wake up one day oh you have diabetes right you know it, it took it took time mm-hmm. to develop that you know, yeah. and the type of diabetes, type two diabetes is insulin resistance diabetes. Mm-hmm. So your body's not responding to the message of insulin like it should. Right. And so you can increase insulin sensitivity through many things such as exercise, uh, losing weight mm-hmm. and having lower amounts of leptin, which is the hormone that's released by the fat cells in your body. So having, you know, smaller fat cells, you don't ever get to get rid of them. Right. Whatever fat cells you you grow, you get to keep them. But having lower levels of the hormone leptin and and so many other great things. So so functional medicine takes this approach of, all right, let's look at what caused it Mm -hmm. and let's start treating that. Now, you may need to be on some medications for a time until we repair what's caused it. And there are some things that functional medicine doctors always go to that are just immediate. Let's just start with this. They always want to heal the gut mm-hmm. because that's usually the, the source of a lot of this going on and attack sleep. Those two things. So start getting great sleep and let's heal the gut. So how do we heal the gut? All right. So I'm going to share with you cardiometabolic food plan, which is several parts. Um, and I don't know where 
I don't know. I'll find a way to maybe in the future share this cardiometabolic food plan. I'm sharing it with my students. There's a lot of great recipes in here. Maybe I'll just tease you every week and just share one recipe at a time. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> so a cardiometabolic food plan has a low glycemic impact, which is low sugar, targeted calories. So there's a calorie range balancing the blood sugar. It's high in fiber. Low and simple sugars, balanced in quality fats, and condition-specific phytonutrients with a modified Mediterranean diet approach. Now, the Mediterranean diet, I know, Alex, from yeah, Portugal. You can't, you, can't. <laughs> you can't beat it. We can't beat it. It's, the, it's the world leader. We're amazing. As far as the healthiest diets on the, on the earth. Just throw Mediterranean <laughs> diet always comes up as number one. Always. So this is a modified Mediterranean and I'll share with you, this is the Institute for Functional Medicine's uh, approach, modified Mediterranean approach. So the traditional Mediterranean diet first attracted interest when it became apparent people living in the Greek island of Crete had a greatly reduced risk of cardiovascular disease. Since then, it's become perhaps the most well-known and well-studied diet for cardiovascular disease, metabolic syndrome, and type 2 diabetes. While the Mediterranean region comprises 16 different countries, people in these countries tend to eat a similar diet. Whole, unprocessed foods, such as fruits, vegetables, whole grains, nuts, legumes, dairy, extra virgin olive oil, spices, and modest amounts, modest amounts of poultry, fish, and red meat and red wine. And that's Lots a Mediterranean diet. <laughs> yes, we said modest. Lots of red Alex. wine. <laughs> <laughs> it is the combination. Is, this is the it important is. part. It's the combination of all of these foods rather than the consumption of one of these foods in isolation that is responsible for the cardiovascular and metabolic benefits of this way of eating. In a review of 50 studies of the Mediterranean diet reported that this way of eating favorably changes the parameters of metabolic syndrome such as waist circumference, high density HDL, lipoprotein, cholesterol, triglycerides in the blood, as well as systolic and diastolic blood pressure and blood glucose in the body. Mm-hmm. And it's routinely at the top of the healthiest diets in the world, this Mediterranean diet. So I feel amazing when I go when I go back. When you travel. Oh, yeah, my yeah. gosh. Oh, yeah. Within a week, I, I feel just like my blood cells are breathing better. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's that noticeable within days. It's true, days. yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, the food is so clean. And the food is... Uh, here's the thing. And local. The food is so important. Planning, planning the, the whole menu mm-hmm. for the week, mm-hmm. it is... It is so important. Food encompasses so much of our jokes, our our conversations, <laughs> our interactions with our grandparents and our parents. Yep. And it's coming from and someone who came from the Mediterranean. Yeah, it, it really. It, it, you would. There's so many jokes around. It's so. It encompasses so much of our conversations. That's great. It's yep. amazing. So, one of the components of the cardiometabolic food plan and the other food plan I'll share with you, which is the core food plan, is high in fiber. Now, this came up consistently in the conference, both, well, more in the cardiometabolic portion of the conference, which is the, you know, cardiovascular disease, atherosclerosis, blood lipid profile, so the first three days, but high in fiber, along with low glycemic 
uh, features of the plan. So eating relatively unprocessed foods can help you take in more dietary fiber and less added sugar. So unfortunately, average individuals living in a Western country and eating a diet of processed foods get about one third of the fiber they need every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even that, you know, the, so they're recommending <clears throat> 25 to 35 grams of fiber per day. But I do remember at this conference very vividly that they said 55 grams. That's the target. 55 grams. And we're actually getting in the Western societies one third of 35 grams. So a lot of people are getting around 10, maybe 15 grams of fiber a day when they're supposed to be getting around 50. Now, I don't know. I mean, I do eat a pretty whole plant based Mm -hmm. diet. I don't know. Maybe I don't even know if I eat enough food to get to 50 grams. I'm not sure. I I haven't measured that because I only I only eat two meals a day. But but that's a lot. I mean, that's a lot of chewing. 50 grams of fiber a day. (laughs) But that's great. Here are the benefits. Right. So there's two different types of dietary fiber, insoluble and soluble. They have somewhat different benefits. The insoluble fibers can be found in bran of vegetables and whole grains. This type of fiber acts like bulky inner broom, sweeping out debris from the intestines, creating more motility and movement, so better bowel movements. Soluble fiber attracts water and swells, creating a gel-like mass. The soluble fiber in foods like oat bran, barley, nuts, seeds, chia seeds especially, um, lentils, peas, and some fruits and vegetables acts to slow down digestion. Slowing the release of glucose from food into the blood, which helps to ward off spikes in blood sugar, Mm -hmm. and in the gut, helping to carry them to excretion. So also providing food healthy for the bacteria in the digestive tract. This is a prebiotic food, so you're feeding and cultivating a healthy gut. Like Mm -hmm. I said, functional medicine, heal the gut. And so uh, with fiber in the diet, cholesterol gets lowered, and you feel full faster. So eating whole plant-based foods, you get this feeling of satiety, satiation point because of the fiber in your foods. And it turns out eating healthy is less expensive because you're eating less. Mm -hmm. You're getting the nutrients that you need in less amount of eating. So stay with us. I'm gonna share with you kind of our empty your cup, our mindfulness thought for the week. And I have an amazing guest. Stay with us. Inspiring you with the tools and knowledge to make the necessary changes to live life optimally. This is Tate Talks on iHub Radio. Jason Tate here, live in the studios, Palm Springs, California. This is Tate Talks. Thank you for being here on your Sunday. Appreciate you for being here. And I'm going to share with you now Empty Your Cup, which is my weekly mindfulness kind of benchmark here. Empty Your Cup. Mindfulness is about being in the moment. And so today I'll say the power of the moment, right? The power of the moment is when your anxiety, stress, worry, etc. Ask yourself, what can I do right now? 
to feed my soul. Don't be thinking about the future. So if you are stressed out, if you are just kind of feeling pressure, if you're feeling too much is going on, if you're feeling overwhelmed, Mm -hmm. just kind of narrow the lens a little bit. And I have to do this. Mm -hmm. A lot of us have to do this. Um, You know, when I meet people and they say, what do you do? (laughs) I pause for a minute and I think, well, I carry three business cards with me. (laughs) I do a lot of things. Uh, you know, and so with that, you know, in the multiple email accounts and then of course grading, you know, over 200 different papers every week, uh, for my students and creating assignments and curriculum. And I love what I do, but it's a lot. Mm -hmm. And so there are many times where I just kind of have to narrow it down and bring it into focus. Mm -hmm. And another great example, my daughter who is 12, she's in seventh grade. I love you, honey. (laughs) I don't know if you're listening or not, um, but I love her. And she, you know, sometimes at night, you know, and she's really stressing about uh, what's going to be happening the next day, you know, and she's anxious and she's sometimes she's, you know, upset and emotional. And I, and I ask her, I'm like, honey, what is, is a good night's sleep going to help you tomorrow or going to hurt you? And she's like, it's going to help me, Papa. <laughs> and it's true. And so I said, all right, so let's focus on that right now. Because focus, thinking about tomorrow, right now, tonight, isn't helping. So let's just focus on getting some sleep right now. And as you're lying there, if you're having trouble falling asleep because you're anxious, you're thinking about other things, just kind of have this mantra in your head. Just say, I'm so tired right now. I am just so tired. And just keep saying yourself. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. I can't wait to sleep. Not if you're not if you're driving. <laughs> not if you're driving. Yeah, don't do, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> but if you're laying in bed yeah. and your mind is just just spinning, it's hard. Just to keep shut down. saying, "I'm so tired," because we are what we believe we are. Mm-hmm. And those two powerful words, "I am," are very, very, very powerful. So keep saying that. I am so tired. I'm so sleepy. I can't wait to be asleep. You know, and just kind of lull yourself, hypnotize yourself into falling asleep. And it works. It really does. I'll try it. Give it a shot. (laughs) (laughs) Not while you're driving. (laughs) Not while you're driving. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So back to the cardiometabolic food plan uh, by Functional Medicine, Institute for Functional Medicine. One of the other parts is talking about condition-specific phytonutrients. Now, phyto, P-H-Y-T-O, means plant. Right. Okay, so phytonutrients. And what I'm talking about with phytonutrients are nutrients that you find in a lot of times green leafy vegetables, but also spices and, you know, different supplements. So there are a few specific phytonutrients in the food plan, and here's how they can help. Phytonutrients that assist in blood sugar regulation. So one of them is, I'm not even going to pronounce this word, (laughs) fenugreek seeds. Okay. Another is carotin uh, from bitter melon, Mm. cinnamaldehyde in cinnamon, isoflavones from soybeans, and beta-glucan from oats and barley. Oh, yummy. Yeah. If you don't have an issue with um, gluten, which Mm -hmm. is oats and barley, then beta-glucan could work for you. But cinnamon. I heard a lot of great things about cinnamon, by the way, over the weekend. And Mm -hmm. I started putting it in my breakfast uh, bowl. I put it in everything. Yeah. Everything that I cook from tea to 
uh, I love Indian food, Some and great a majority of Indian food has cinnamon, cinnamon. in it. Mm-hmm. Cinnamon mm-hmm. and cardamom. Yeah, and so a lot of it. Let's get some more cinnamon in our diet. <laughs> some phytonutrients that assist in the reduction of LDL cholesterol oxidation. Mm. Now, oxidation is when, yeah, one of the presenters talked about oxidation as rust, because when metal oxidizes, mm-hmm. it turns red. It, it rusts, mm-hmm. and so we get this. We get rust in our body. Mm. Think of it that way. And having a lot of oxidation in our body is promoting inflammation. And inflammation really is the root cause of many of the metabolic and chronic diseases of today. So reducing LDL cholesterol oxidation. Now, LDL cholesterol has kind of been painted as the bad cholesterol, the evil cholesterol. But we all have to have it. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have to have a certain amount. And in um, episode six of my show, I interviewed Dr. Tara Dahl who's a board-certified lipidologist, and we talked about particle size. We talked about LDL cholesterol, HDL cholesterol. So I highly recommend you go back, listen to that show, tate-talks.captivate.fm, and I'll talk about it again in the future just as a reminder and a refresher course. So LDL cholesterol oxidation is when those LDL cholesterol particles get oxidized, which makes them really incredibly harmful in the body. It's like having free radicals in the body, Mm. uh, damaging your DNA and so on. So carotenoids, including lycopene from tomatoes, red, pink, grapefruit, and watermelon. Polyphenols from hydroxytyrosol from extra virgin olive oil. Polyphenols from green tea, isoflavones from soybeans, polyphenols from dark chocolate, and pomegranate. These all help reduce LDL cholesterol oxidation. And a lot of these were aphrodisiacs that we talked about hey, in the radio hey, show. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine that. What a coincidence. <laughs> All right, I got one more phytonutrient for you. Phytonutrients that assist in the reduction of blood pressure. All right, another biggie. Another biggie. Uh, quercetin from onions, sulfur compounds from garlic. Beta-glucan from whole oats, isoflavones from soybeans. That's in all three now, by the way. Mm. Polyphenols from pomegranate juice and polyphenols from dark chocolate. So, aphrodisiac and reduce blood pressure. It's a (laughs) win-win. And and reduce your LDL cholesterol oxidation (laughs) at the same time. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Hey, if you're not having fun, right? Yeah. Then what are you doing? You know what I heard? I don't. I don't know if this is true. Um, the cinnamon sticks. Mm. If you chew on them, it helps you stop smoking. Oh, I'd say it's worth a try. Yeah, at least worth a try. And it helped me stop chewing gum. Okay. Yeah, that it did do. All right. So, but I'm not a smoker, so I can't. Attempt to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, stay with us. We have our guest coming on uh, in the next hour. An amazing human being with a tremendous and remarkable story. I can't wait for you to meet her. Stay with us here on Tate Talks. <laughs> 